Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Grow Your Own Way podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Tessa. And today is our Thanksgiving episode since Thanksgiving is tomorrow. So hopefully you guys are pumped. Hopefully you guys are, you know, in that holiday season mood spirit. And if not, we're going to get you in it in today's episode. Yes, it is not Thanksgiving tomorrow or Thanksgiving Eve when we're recording this, but when it comes out, it will be. So it's a nice little thankful treat, if you will. We're meal prepping for Thanksgiving. Yes, thankful Thursday. Woohoo! Slaying. Well, um, I do have an announcement, and then we're going to roll into some updates. I have noticed our listener retention is a little here and there with some of our episodes. So I'm going to be putting timestamps from here on out in our description as to where our segments are. So our intros, our announcements slash updates, and then like kind of like the bulk of what our podcast is. So like the theme and then maybe like subcategories where we talk about like different things and then like conclusion, outro, all that good stuff, socials, just to give you guys kind of an idea of where our meat of the episode is. Because I noticed there's some skipping. There's some stops listening at certain points. Okay, rude. Don't be mean. Just turn the volume down. <laughs> it's um, okay. Not a lot of people want to listen to a lengthy intro or updates, and that's completely fine. No, totally get it. So, so it's probably best that we have little timestamps for everybody so that way they can just get to what they want to hear. And yeah, I love I get that it. for you guys. And that's the whole point of this podcast is you to hear what you want to hear, not what you don't. So turn it down. Do I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> do with that what you will. Okay. So do you want to start with an update, Lily? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I got a new job. And Tessa and I now work together, which is super exciting. We are co-workers. Yes, we are. It's so fun. Tessa and I already talk so much, and I'm just so excited that we get to see each other that much more now, too. So it's really exciting, and we're both super excited. Yeah, it's. I feel like the career field we're in, it's, you know, it's hard to be in at a young age people don't take you as seriously but they feel like at our career and our job and our new environment it's they value us because we're new we're fresh we have new ideas um we're willing to learn and adapt but we're also willing to like I said give new ideas give new perspectives and I love that about it so it's exciting for both of us it's an exciting change for Lily and an exciting change for me because now I get to have a coworker that I know more. So I am back on my sleepy time mocktail grind. I fell off for a little bit, but I'm back on. I'm really trying to prioritize my sleep schedule. Tonight is not one of those nights, so don't hold me to that. But I'm I'm trying to get back on prioritizing my sleep. I used to be so good about always getting like eight hours of sleep and life and things just happen and I started getting less and less sleep and I just noticed like my functions are not good my brain function not at its peak and I need to be 
more better. I just need to be better. And so now I'm prioritizing my sleep again and I feel fantastic. My phone goes on to not disturb quite early in the night and that's also very nice. And back on my sleepy time mocktails and in bed and asleep at like 8, 8.30 with a book and my dog and I'm happy. Peachy keen. I am now full-time at my job. That is so exciting. I was part-time. I was 32 and a half hours a week and counting. So I was getting about um, like almost 70 hours. But now I am officially going to be at 80 and I'm so excited because um, that extra like 10 hour something, it does do a major difference. It is such a good difference because sometimes I'd come in early and I'd like cover for other people that were out for like a certain portion of the day and I'd have like an actual like nine hour day. Um, I know you're like, what? Nine hours? Hour break, guys. Unpaid hour break. <laughs> and um, but now I'm like, oh, like consistent 80 hour a week paychecks are going to be so nice. Um, so I'm full time. I love it. I um, now have less time in the mornings to myself, which is kind of a bummer, but the money's going to make up for it. So I can't complain. But um, and then I did enroll for some classes back on my back to school grind. I'm taking nine units so far. I might add three more on just because I'm doing eight-week courses and I like doing two in the first half, two in the second half. I just feel like that's better for me. Check it out if you guys are really bad at sticking to things for a long time oh, for a long time, and you like to hyperfixate on things. It's perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So I'm excited for that, which means I might be going to school full-time if I hit that next three units that I decide to take. We shall see. But I think that's all for my updates. I am back to school full time now too. That is something else. Yeah, I'm in now I'm in 12 units. I actually may add more if I have the time. That's crazy. But, I, but I'd like to pace myself. I was going to say I know my college allows 19 units per semester if you are interested. That hurts my brain. I don't yeah. I don't think I want to do that. Okay, noted. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm totally cool with just being normal full-time not going above and beyond I I have a goal for myself and I'm not going to fly by in my classes I want to dedicate as much time and effort as I can to my classes and really put my best efforts into them and be successful at them and I don't think you can be as successful or dedicate the time and effort that it needs for all of your courses if you're taking so much. I think it's really hard to do if you also have a job or other responsibilities. If that's your only thing is school, I think it's doable. But if not, I just I don't think it you can put the correct amount of attention to it. At least for my lifestyle. Definitely can agree. I feel like there's different types of people and I'm definitely one of those people that gets burnt out quickly. So hence why I do the eight week courses and that just works best for me and Lily works best with, um, you know, semester-long courses, so. I'm a very hands-on learner, so I think doing a longer course is good for me because it gives me time to see it and process it and take it on my own time, where, like, an accelerated course I don't think is good for people who are more of a hands-on learner. Like, I'm one of those people who have to say what I'm reading to like retain the information. So like doing an accelerated course, I think just sounds like a nightmare. 
And I'm very, very smart. I did get a 4.0 in college um, when I was going to school beforehand. And I am really excited about that. And when my counselor had told me that, I was like, oh, my goodness, that made me feel so good because I worked my butt off. Like I really, really did. And it showed. But I just think that for people who have like a learning style that's similar to mine where like you do learn better hands-on, it's definitely much better to like pace it. Tessa is like really good. You can just kind of throw her in there and she just like gets it done. And I can be this that way too, but I also like to see everything kind of laid out and then tackle it. Instead of like learning as I go, I think I'm definitely more of like a planned person. Routine. Tess is a little bit less planned and that's where we're a little different and that's okay because we balance each other out. So that is my advice on if you were looking to enroll in more courses. Find what works best for your learning style. It's very helpful. I am excited for Thanksgiving because I get to eat Filipino food. And you're probably like, who eats Filipino food on Thanksgiving? Um, My family does because we're Filipino, duh. But we still get like all the traditional stuff like turkey, ham, green bean casserole, whatever the hell that is. Um, And (laughs) Lily's looking at me like I'm crazy. I don't think I've ever had a green bean casserole. And, um, you know, all the other staples. But, yeah, we kind of live for the Filipino food when it comes to our household and um, holidays. I love me some green bean casserole. That is the dish I look forward to the most is the green bean casserole. And I'm content if that's all I eat on that holiday is green bean casserole. It is so good. There was one year my aunt gave my mom the option of fresh green beans or green bean casserole. I am a big fruit and veggie girl. I'll eat any fruit and veggies, just not potatoes. And I'll eat them up. So I love green beans. But when my mom opted for normal green beans that we can have on any normal day over green bean casserole that we get once a year, my sister-in-law and I were very devastated. So the next year, my sister-in-law and I had to make the green bean casserole, which was fun and it was delicious, but now it's never going out of our typical agenda. But I think I'm just very much an appetizer girl. I grew up as a meal girly and I've noticed this a lot that typically how you grow up is it like you switch it once you start doing like your own meals and things like that so like I grew up being like a strictly like a meal girly like I wasn't like a snack girly I also was not a beverage girly I strictly drank water for like all of my youth and now it's like here I am I'm drinking an Olipop with tart cherry juice to go to sleep and in the morning after I chug a bunch of water I'm gonna have like 
some kombucha and then I'm going to also probably have like hot chocolate. And so it's like, you know, you just, you start evolving, you know? And so now I'm like such a snack girly. So like the appetizers, oh, chef's kiss, spinach and artichoke dip, that so so good i also love when there's pickles out there dill pickles specifically Mm. your thanksgiving sounds very different than mine that's because we're white (laughs) (laughs) yeah it sounds a lot different i have like no words you want to know what's so funny oh god okay Uh oh we have like um like the like the cranberry out the can it looks like jello like i don't touch that 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 scares me but a lot of people i don't like stuffing at all but a lot of people will cook their stuffing inside their turkey and that scares me because you are cooking something in raw meat I just don't like turkey, so I don't eat it. I like turkey. I don't like ham, but again, I don't like holiday food for the meat. I like holiday food for the non-meat options, unless it's salami. I'm down with some salami, but everything else I'm like, give me the dips, give me the veggies, Give me something. A fun Shirley Temple. Something. Just, I don't, I don't know. I don't want the mashed potatoes, though. I don't want the ham. My plate looks really bland when it's time for the actual meal, I will say. But I'm not mad about it. They also, we also make, um, like, I think it's candied yams. Technically, I think that I think that's what it's called. You mix like marshmallows with with yams. I do not eat that either. That is another veggie I actually don't eat. It's like yams and potatoes. I think those are the only two that I don't eat out of all the fruits and veggies. And mm-mm, 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 it's a hard pass for me. I love yams, but only like Filipino yam. The purple yams? Yes. I've heard great things about them and that they taste a lot better than an orange yam. They are beautiful. They are phenomenal. They're exceptional. She's beauty. She's grace. She is Miss United States. <laughs> yes. Well, she'd be Miss Philippines, but you know. Oh, true. She's a sleigh. She's a sleigh. I do love her. But I don't think I've had a normal yam. I say this, I'm like, I don't think I have a normal Thanksgiving. I don't think I have (laughs) Your Thanksgiving is normal for you. It is. That is very true. It is not a traditional American Thanksgiving. I feel like most traditional Thanksgivings for Americans involve, like, football and a huge, drawn-out dinner. And it's like, we just host, you know, Thanksgiving at my parents with just, like, you know, some family. A little chill. So, I think growing up, my Thanksgiving were spent at, like, Filipino households. Mm. So someone hosted. And 
this was like a huge house. Like I'm talking like eight bedrooms, four baths. Like these people were hosting. There's usually a pig, a full pig. Yeah. <laughs> Lily's like, excuse me? It's a full pig, ton of food. We're talking American food and Filipino food. Upstairs, the kids were hanging out in the bedroom, playing on Mario Kart, whatever, something. And then in other bedrooms, other kids were playing that didn't want to hang out. And then downstairs, in one room, there was the game. And in the other room, there was karaoke or a soap opera. Um, and you just mingled for hours. And I mean, like, you were there till like, midnight. And it started at, like, 6. And, of course, the adults are getting drunk. There's cake. It's Costco sheet cake, always. And now my Thanksgivings look more like my parents' house. Literally just me, my boyfriend, my grandparents, and my aunt and uncle occasionally, and my cousin and my mom, and whatever her boy of the year looks like. <laughs> um, Hi, Julie. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just like, oh, Filipino food, a turkey, a ham. And we probably hang out for like four hours, and that's it. Yeah, very low-key. But when I was a kid, those were fun. Yeah, very social. Are there any conversations you're dreading at the Thanksgiving table? Because I know that's a big stereotype is like going home for the holidays and it's like you have to have that one awkward conversation about politics with your family. No, none of my family really gets into political discussions, which I can appreciate. Because I don't think any of us want to really talk about it. And I am not a controversial gal. I will. I do not like talking about stuff like that. It's no, I, I don't like to do it. And so I don't think I really have any conversations. My family is very respectful in the sense of like, I don't get those questions of, oh, what, you know, why aren't you doing this? are you do you have a boyfriend like are you doing this are you doing that like I don't have to hear any of those questions like because those are not the first thing that they ask me it's how are you I heard that you have this life change like how is that going like are you excited about it like what's next for you like asking things that actually matter how's how's moose how is he doing like asking important questions not just do you have a boyfriend like what what are you doing with your life? How much is in your savings account? Like these these questions don't matter. That's healthy. I love it. I feel like um I'm trying to think of some controversial questions. I think politics definitely do get brought up, not at the Thanksgiving table, but like just occasionally when I go over to my parents' house and like a certain news channel is like on. And they're like, oh, what does your side of the spectrum think about this? Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, so fun. So that's a fun topic. Um, My family's just very interesting. So we talk about, like, weird things. Like, my cousin Carter is a traveler. That's how I describe him. He travels in a van, and he follows bands on tour. And he literally just sells stuff outside of 
these venues. And that's how he saves money to literally go follow his like bands he loves. And he plays music too. And so it's always a hot topic when like he gets to talk about like his adventures and like what he's doing next and are you actually coming home for the holidays? So that's a hot topic. Love to hear about that. My mom is always a top topic. <laughs> what are you doing? How's your boyfriend? How's your ex-husband? How's your stepdaughter? It's just all these things. It's always a hoot at my family gatherings because, like I said, my family dynamic is just so crazy. And it's fun. Our next little segment is I asked some people basically what they were grateful for, thankful for, etc. And I'm going to share some responses. Our first one was my daughter about to be born any day now. You actually know who sent this in. It was. <gasps> we are so excited for your for new you. addition. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, wait to see all the little newborn posts. Both people in this couple, and they are just so deserving of this. It's so exciting. We love. Our next one is my small business. Our next one is actually from someone I found on TikTok. She has a podcast, and I connected with her because she posted something, and I like really liked it. And I like commented back and I was like, oh, like if you rate my podcast, I'll rate yours. And then I actually started listening to some of her episodes and I was like, wait, I was like, I really like your episodes. And we've been DMing, but she said the sunshine. And then she also said new friendship connections. Nothing is sweeter than your female friendships. Literally. And our next question was, do you have any wholesome Thanksgiving stories? And someone said, giving leftovers to those in need, as well as clothes and blankets that we didn't need. I love that. Yeah, that was our only response for that one. But that's okay. I love it. You know, we got to start small. We got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. But that was a little wholesome one. I'm like, giving stuff away. This is not in the same category, but it does remind me of a tradition my family had when I was younger. It was, we Mm -hmm. would go out of town and we would go like cut down a tree from like a tree farm, but we would always bring our leftovers from Thanksgiving and we would eat like turkey sandwiches and we would bring like little bits of pie and things like that like to eat and we would all sit there was this like park area that was somewhere in the nearby vicinity of this tree farm it was not in the same necessarily like the same area but it was somewhere around there but we would go there we would sit there we would all eat together and we would all go pick out our trees and it was like my immediate family my aunt uncle and cousin like they would come with us and it was always just like so much fun. They would always get such a big tree because they had really high ceilings. So they would get like a large tree. We Ours would not be as big because we did not have as high ceilings in our house. But that was always a really fun memory I had. We would always go the day after Thanksgiving and it would just be like a really good start to like the Christmas season. So that's like a fun little memory I had. It's 
definitely not on the same level as giving back to those in need, which I really do love that. And that's something that I really want to to implement more. But I do think it's nice to start small and make good memories with people in your life and then be able to extend that out to others. I don't really think I have any Thanksgiving traditions because um, we don't – I know some people literally Thanksgiving weekend will put up their Christmas tree and start decorating. Um, my family waits, I think, like two weeks before Christmas, especially now that, like, I don't live in the house with them. So – but I, I don't think I have any, like, you know, the wishbone thing. We don't do that. We don't fight over the wishbone and see who gets the bigger half. I think I did that one year. I was like, I want it. And since I'm the baby, everyone was like, okay, take the wishbone. <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know the purpose of it, but I guess you just get to make a wish if you get the bigger half after breaking it with someone. I think it's if you get the bigger half, you're supposed to get good luck and your wish is supposed to come true type of thing. I'm going to fight with Andrew over this wishbone this Thanksgiving. For sure. For I'll sure. let you know how it goes. Slay. I have Thanksgiving prep work to do tomorrow, actually, for some some friends and things of that nature. So that's really exciting. You know, a little bit earlier than the actual day, but it's for this weekend. So that's exciting. You know... I don't think I've ever had a Friendsgiving, but I am so jealous of the girls that throw big, fat Friendsgivings. Like, I just saw someone post a Friendsgiving, um, like, menu, and I'm like, you're printing out menus for this shit? Like, y'all are eating the same thing. Like, this is just for the aesthetics. I wish I had the money and the time and the resources to do that one day. But I'm like, also, that many friends that are, like, that closely available to me? Because, like... Mine are all busy as frick. <laughs> but, like, you also have to keep in mind, like, we spend the majority of our time with the people in our close circle. So it's, like, when you think about these people having really big Friendsgivings, they have, like, a friend group. And yeah, that doesn't exist here. Uh-uh. It's no. so hard to have a friend group. Especially at our age. Mhm. Yeah. Especially in our area, like if you did not have a friend group starting out young, you're not going to have one. No, you can't just build one cuz there's always going to be like malicious intentions behind like some girl. That's always how it is. Tessa and I were a part of the same friend group multiple times and we we're not in the same graduating class but we were in the same friend groups at different occasions and each time it just continued to be like Tessa and I Tessa and I and it's like yeah friend groups don't really work out especially because we went from like one friend group to the next because we started out at a different school and then ended up at a different school afterwards and so it's like once you transition schools, it's hard to then like jump into a new friend group. But I would love to be able to host. That is something I've really wanted to do is just like have little 
dinner get-togethers, little potlucks with girls, like my girlfriends and stuff. And I just think it's so fun and being able to do things like that. I've just, I've always wanted to. I love planning. I love like party planning. It's so fun. And I want to do it so, so bad. I'm hoping to get to do that this year, but we shall see. You mean next year? This upcoming year. I don't know what time it is. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this little bite-sized episode. And I hope you guys eat a lot tomorrow. Stuff yourselves full. Literally. Go cozy up under a blanket after and pass out. Pop open some sparkling cider. Little Martinelli's moment. Where you're do what you gotta pants. do. Yes. The pants where you can you don't have to unzip or unbutton. Wear your eating pants, not your standing pants tomorrow. Yes. yes. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed it. If you would like to keep up with us and see when we're planning to post new episodes or when we are doing things like submissions or whatever it may be, we do have a couple of social sites that you may want to check out. We do have an Instagram, it is that Grow Your Own Way Podcast. We have a TikTok, it is also at Grow Your Own Way Podcast. And we have an email, and it is at Grow Your Own Way Podcast at gmail.com. So if you would like to check us out on any of that, leave us a rating and review on the Spotify or Apple Podcasts app. We would really appreciate it. It definitely does help us know what you guys are looking for and what you're interested in and it helps us to just figure out where our audience is at we love you guys and we'll see you on the next one